was lost in darkness when I began to pray. Then Jesus came to me on that faithful day. He said, child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just preach to me. Good Monday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you to our Bible study time today. Hope you're doing well on this Monday. Already the first day of November. Can you believe that? Uh, Thanksgiving just around the corner. We thank the Lord for you tuning in today. If you have your Bible, have a copy of God's precious word, I would encourage you to turn with me, if you would please, to the Gospel of John. And we have determined to call this little Bible study during these days, A Journey Through John. And we welcome you today to our Bible study. I'm going to look at a couple of verses, just give you a, a brief thought this morning. Hope it'll be a help to you today. Hope and pray uh, be some encouragement as well. John chapter number six, and we're going to begin reading in verse number 28. If you have your Bible, let's read together. The Bible says, Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he has sent. And what a, what a great couple of verses as we look at God's word. And I, I want to encourage you this morning to allow the word of God to speak to your heart and, and to my heart as well. I pray he'll help me today as we're looking at these couple of verses. And there is an important reason why that we're going to slow down right here and look for just a few moments at these two verses. And I just want to say a few things. And I've jotted down a few thoughts. But as I'm looking here, I'm intrigued with the statement that the people asked Jesus, what shall we do? You see, after hearing the Lord's rebuke, notice in your Bible, if you would, let's, let's read verse 26 and 27 again in, in your hearing. And look in verse number 26, it says, Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek, ye seek me not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves and were filled. Then he says this, Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for that meat which endureth 
unto everlasting life, which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father sealed. What, what a powerful statement Jesus said. And they began to marvel and consider the words that the Savior had spoken. And again, if we reread verse 28, Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? They, they were hearing, but yet they did not understand. And it's sad to know that there are multitudes of people in this world today that hear, but yet do not understand. You see, they, they took it in and they, they had it in their minds, their understanding of what Jesus had just spoke to them was this. They thought that they must labor and work for that meat which endureth unto everlasting life. In other words, they were thinking, man, we have got to work out and, and we have got to complete and to merit our salvation. They didn't hear the truth that Jesus said in those verses, but these folks were really what they were thinking and, and what they were talking in their minds and speaking outwardly they were really wanting eternal life, and they did, and who doesn't? But they had the wrong idea about how to get it or secure it. And can I tell you, there's not but one source for eternal life, and that is Jesus Christ and Him alone. They were thinking it was keeping of the law. They were thinking the law of Moses could be kept, and they were to perform the law and to do that, and that would bring righteousness. But sadly to say, we know what the Bible says about our righteousness, for all our righteousness filthy rags. And there is no righteous, no, not one. But yet they were thinking that they could do the work of God and fulfill righteousness. They did not comprehend what Jesus is speaking in John chapter 6, We'll notice in verse number number 29, Then Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. So here it is that Jesus again is giving them uh, more instruction and information that they might comprehend it. And he wants people to understand. And, and again, Ye believe on him whom he has sent. You see, Jesus in reality, and he's teaching this right here in these verses, it is salvation is not earning it or working for it or doing enough to merit it. It is not something that, that we can work enough and uh, that our good is, is much more than our bad and or that we're perfect and we live perfect and we don't break the law. That is not what it is. The Bible says we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And reality, Jesus is teaching that salvation is by faith believing. And, you know, we've heard that most all our life. If you've been in church any length of time, you have heard a pastor perhaps at the invitation or maybe sometime in the message give 
uh, the scripture from Romans chapter number 10 and verses number probably starting in verse 9 down through verse 13. Oftentimes is omitted the first few verses of Romans chapter 10. And I'm going to turn there and I'm going to read those verses in your hearing and then we're going to close this morning. Paul said this in Romans chapter 10 and verse number 1. It's one of the greatest verses in the Bible. He said, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. And shouldn't that be our heart's desire as well? Shouldn't it be the heartbeat of every Christian, every pastor, every person? It should be the heartbeat of every father and of every mother wanting their children and grandchildren to be saved by the grace of God. Paul goes on and says in verse 2 of Romans 10, For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. In other words, the Jews had a zeal for keeping the law and understanding and studying the scriptures, but they did not have the heart. They had it here, but they didn't have it here where it counts. In verse number 3, Paul says in Romans 10, For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness, now that's something we need to understand, but notice what he says, but for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. I want to tell you, your righteousness just doesn't measure up. You'll not be good enough. You'll not work your way. You'll not earn your way. You'll not merit your way to heaven. You'll not get there on your own. You cannot and will not make it that way because your righteousness just doesn't measure up. The Bible says in verse number 4 of Romans 10, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. And uh, chapter 10 of the book of Romans is very well connected here with John chapter 6 and verse number 28 and 29. Can I close with a couple of more verses in Hebrews 11? And I want to reread verse number 29. Once again in your hearing, Jesus said, Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he has sent. Can I say this? Jesus is the one that we must put our faith in. And faith is believing that God will do what he says he'll do. We trust Jesus will do what he promises. Hebrews 11.6 says something like this. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 8, the Bible says, For by grace are you saved through faith. You see, you have to go through faith to receive the grace of God. Amen? By grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's not by your works. It's not by your good deeds. It's not by your tithing. It's not by your talents. It's not by your treasures. I mean, the, the things that you have, the possessions that you give, whatever you do, it has not got anything to do with you and your good works and deeds. The Bible says, through faith and that not of yourselves, it is 
the gift of God. And many people stumble right there. They cannot fathom the depth that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I'm glad that salvation is full, free, and it's to whosoever will. It's to you, it's to the Jew, it's to the Greek, it is to all men. No matter who you are, no matter what you've done, I'm glad we have a great Savior. John chapter 6, verse 28 and 29, two great verses. Oftentimes we'll just read through that, never consider what really is being said. I hope and pray you'll take these truths and apply them to your life today and learn. Let's learn together. Amen. Well, the Bible says in the book of Psalms that this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Can I tell you, to rejoice is a choice. And I hope that you'll make the month of November, every day of the month, a day to rejoice in your salvation. May God bless you. We have so much to be thankful for. Lord willing, we'll be back again in the morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. And until then, Pastor Donnie, bidding you a wonderful Monday. May God bless you richly. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.